guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. I am your host, well, one of your hosts, Brad Silliker, joined tonight by Andrew Beckwith. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Hello. You can see like the flashing of the uh, intro. On you, is that face. on your face? The flashing of the intro? <laughs> yeah. So how you doing, Andrew? Oh, I'm good. You? I'm fine. Welcome to 128 episodes. Wait. Yeah, that, they, they said we wouldn't make it. That came out wrong. Welcome to episode 128, Directives, Decision, and Directions. I love it when I can use alliteration uh, for for our titles. Um, so welcome to the episode, everybody. We're glad that you're here. This is the Oxford Holy Club, a podcast uh, that talks about funny things, faith, and we just catch up with life. And we're glad that you're here with us. Uh, I want to make mention, if you do want to find out more about us, you can do so by just going to our website, OxfordHolyClub.com. From there, you can browse merch. You can connect with us on the social medias. You can submit questions, comments, and anything else that you can think of. Uh, everything is there for you on OxfordHolyClub.com. But I do want to mention... Sounds awesome. It, it is. It is. I do want to mention, though, um, if you want to partner with us, hey... Uh, you can do that by clicking the share button on this Facebook post so that it that the Auction Holy Club podcast goes out on your Facebook uh, feed and maybe your friends might click in and watch it. And uh, you can also click like. That would be awesome. Just to let us know that you like the podcast. You'll need to share. Yeah, you'll notice that we are down a host tonight. Got a message just a few minutes before going I didn't live. Notice. Wait. Oh, I thought you were going to say you didn't get the message. Uh, <laughs> you didn't notice? One third of us is missing. Do you not have his window up when he's normally on with us? What kind of screen are you uh, looking at? I put a piece of paper over his picture. Ouch. <laughs> Man, that's harsh. Uh, well, tonight, uh, our other, the other host, Lucas Candy, won't be with us because he has a flood in his basement. Is it raining there or something? Well, he did not say flood. He said water. So are you suspecting that he just spilled a cup of water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just, he just brought water down. I got water in my basement, guys. Uh, Andrew, you'll notice that I am, in fact, drinking the uh, the president's... Ch really? Are, are we root beer buddies? Uh, okay, well... All right, you took the window to my sail there. I'm drink, but I'm drinking the root beer that Andrew you got me onto. Now, have you tried what I've tried? What I'm hoping to get you onto, the vanilla cherry. Is it vanilla cherry? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, oh, it's very good. Imagine like you know, like the cherry coke or something like that. It's yeah. very reminiscent of that, and it's got it's got a good punch. No, I think we'll try that next. All We've right. been we did cream soda one week, and then we've just been straight root beer. Uh, so it's time to branch out a bit more, probably. Can you drink? I don't even, I can't drink a full can. Can you? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But what, I get what you mean. I don't know I what, what you mean. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I can't drink a full can of, <laughs> of sparkling water. Yeah. I have a problem. Folks, let's toss to the tiebreaker. All right. So our tiebreaker is basically a situation, a scenario that we've come across where there's a couple in crisis and we are going to break the tie unless Andrew and I disagree. It's really uncomfortable and awkward when there's just two of us. Uh, but here we go. 
The tiebreaker is this, and it comes from Jeremy. And he says, my girlfriend gets mad at me when we look at my phone's map for directions while walking around. She insists the phone should be oriented with north on the top, the way you might normally look at a map, so you can get a sense of where you are within the neighborhood. I orient the map so that it reflects the direction we're currently facing, allowing me to more easily plan left and right turns. Who's right? Who's wrong? <laughs> First world problem. Yeah, for real. This is a point of conflict for them. I also think it'd be funny to see these two walking down the street, both staring at an iPhone, unsure of which way to go. But that's not what they're arguing about. They're arguing about which way the map is oriented. Could could you imagine arguing with your spouse over that? I didn't even know there was options to do that. No, uh, no, I don't know that I did. I mean, for me, I have it so that my map like so that I'm the constant and my map turns around me. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't use my map a lot. Oh, somebody knows where he's going all the time. I just don't think of it. It doesn't do anything when I'm looking at it. Well, you're not going anywhere right now. Oh, I see that there's like, uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'll tell you what I feel about this situation. All right, let's hear what you feel. In my mind, it makes more sense to to have it the way that Jeremy wants it, reflecting the direction direction that they're facing. I get what he's saying. I would, my mind would work that same way. And you know, like you just turn left here, you turn right. Whereas if you're north, then <laughs> yes, you know where north is. Great. Congratulations, you found north. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, I see Tyler Hobbs liked uh, our our post here. I'm not sure if he's in chat, but Tyler, you're someone that spends a lot of time in the woods, hunting, different things like that, where maps are important, directions, compasses, all that kind of stuff. Can you can you speak to this at all? And if you're not here, um, that's okay too. I'm just happy that you like the stream. But Tyler, if you're here, would you let us know what you would do? What would you prefer to have the map that you're the constant and the map shifts? Or that north is always pointing, well, north, and and then you are the one that adjusts relative to that. Uh, so I feel like he'll say the north one. Do you, do you, I feel like I feel like an orienteer would want would go by where north is. So do you think that there there's something like there's a purist or purism or some kind of purity that yeah, is inherent yeah. in having the map just stationary and you've got to plot it out accordingly mm. as opposed oh, to I, for sure as opposed to the map doing the heavy lifting so there's probably people in the world that would scoff at what i just said about wanting it to to be facing the direction you're going okay can i get nerdy with you for a second cuz we need to get to the root of this so okay. so for instance video games um, that we would play that have mini maps in the corner where you see your character and and the surroundings. What mm. does what does it do for the the game I'm thinking of? The one that we play. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that you are the constant, and the map turns when you move, so that you always see which way you are in relation to, so you can plan your left and rights, like poor Jeremy. 
I'm yeah. just saying, I get the sense that Jeremy's probably like a video gamer, that this is what he's used to. He's also embraced modern technology and the fact that he's making it work for himself, as opposed mm. to having to do all the heavy lifting and the work of plotting a course. Yeah. My, my recommendation is you keep your map the same way, Jeremy. You give your girlfriend a map and let her plot the course ahead of time. And she can walk totally. with a map in her hand and you can walk with a phone. Oh, Tyler, thank goodness. Uh, hmm, he says, hmm, orienting the map to the ground is fairly easy, so I would like to keep north where it is. Uh, okay, uh. so I've seen a TV show where, what show was it that the person would actually put the map on the ground and then stand inside it? I feel like... I don't know. That's funny. Um, oh, and they would do it like every time. I don't know why I feel like it was like a Jim Carrey kind of kind of thing. I don't know if you answered it right, Tyler. I disagree. I think I disagree with you uh, in terms of what I would want. But yeah, you would like you would stop, Mister Bean, and you'd put the map down, stand in it to to figure out which it way you feels were going. like a Mister Bean thing. But I I don't know. Oh, you know what it was? It was the IT crowd. Uh, okay. Uh, a, a classic British comedy where seasons last only six episodes and leave you wanting more, but. One of the characters in that seasons either. Oh no. No series. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so are you and I in uh, disagreement here, Andrew? No, we're in agreement. I think <laughs> we need some direction. That's awful. <laughs> we, or we would do what Tyler or Jeremy wanted. I would do what Jeremy wanted as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And since it's his phone and he's the one doing, you know, the plotting and all that, then I say that you let him do his thing. Also, seriously, though, I mean, maybe they live in like a big city or something, but how often does this come up where you're walking and you need your phone map? Uh, apparently often enough. I, I still like I will still get directions to go around Charlottetown. Charlottetown's not that big, but I still... Like if I, especially obviously for things like, you know, uh, marketplace buys, stuff like that, you put the person's address in and majority of the trip is roads, you know, but I still do it and leave it open. So I, I think it happens probably more than you think there. All right. All right. Well, Andrew, why don't we, uh, we've, we've, we've solved that. Jeremy, you just be you man and girlfriend. I don't know your name. I suggest you get yourself a map. And you can do what you want to do. Everybody, everybody wins. So let's do some catching up, Andrew. It's been a week. What's happened with you, my dude? Uh-oh. I see that you didn't. You literally put nothing in the notes. So either something yeah. huge has happened and you didn't want to tell it, or nothing has happened, and we're moving no, on. It's been a pretty quiet week. Um, sick kids, which is always... Mm. Uh, adds an extra bit of well it's, it's even harder or, now with covid right i suppose your kids aren't in school though they're in daycare and thankfully the daycare hasn't been there's the only real thing they care a lot about is fever if you have a fever yeah. you're you're not coming to daycare but thankfully if it's like a runny nose or something they're cool with that because my kids would have not gone to daycare since the first day. Okay. <laughs> like, oh no. Like they're just permanently sick. And then every once in a while it like escalates up a bit more. And like, 
<laughs> I think I was rant. I wasn't ranting, but as an adult, you know, when you're sick, you just go to sleep and you fall asleep and you're asleep and you wake up that, at the end of the sleep. That's how sleep but happens. But as a kid, when you're sick, you wake up every three seconds and I'm like, what's going on? Why can't you just sleep a little? <laughs> yeah. But it's just, that's just life. That's a parent, right? So I mean, last night was last night was a late one. So I'm I had a little cat nap before this. Um, oh, bracing yourself but, uh, for the night to come. Mm, yeah, he's already been asleep and up twice. I apologize so. for looking away a bunch. Facebook has changed the way it lays everything out for me to to view our stream. I can't see the chat and the program that we use to stream for whatever reason is not letting me see chat. So I have no idea. Uh, I could, I initially could see what Tyler was saying, and now I can't. Um, so if nothing's it, happening in mine, no. Uh, uh, anyway, that's fine. <laughs> he says, "Excellent description of sleep." <laughs> <laughs> it was. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, uh, not a whole lot's happened. I'm now officially one week in with the new Xbox, <gasps> uh, which. Uh, Yep. Uh, honestly, like, yep. it's it's a little anticlimactic. Yep. In terms of like getting a new system, you know that only happens. It's been seven years. Um, but on the same exact note, I also love it. And you don't want to go back. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things where they kept a lot. Like they did a lot of things that make a ton of sense to make, you know both xboxes work together and you know you're not making things <laughs> you're not making things obsolete and like i really love what they did in terms of you know keeping things streamlined and like every everything's the same you can use the same controller on both if you want and all that like yep i think that's great but also it takes up some of the fun of the new away yeah because normally you're used to when you get a new a new generation of a video game console usually it comes with a new user interface and a bunch of mm. new games that are like just waiting in the wings because it used to be i'm not trying to take your thunder here but it used to be when you would like upgrade so you go from a super nintendo to a nintendo 64 you could not Which, i mean that was huge life-changing but you couldn't play all your super nintendo games on the nintendo 64 mm. and and there was a, a graphical increase there was performance increase Everything was like proprietary games. You could only play these games on this system. And mm. back then it looked so great. And and now with and my experience was the same as yours. All my back catalog I can play with my old controllers. And that's great. The user interface is familiar, which I love because I know it. So I, I, the same with you. Like I think the steps they made are great, but it, it lacks that. I've got to have this right now so that I can do mm. this. And, and they told us that in the, in the podcast we listened to. They were 100. <laughs> yes. We knew we you were getting need into this right now. <laughs> nope. They said that. Don't need it. I and, was like, you're wrong. I do need it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the thing that hurt them the most, and, and they're not, I don't think they're hurting. They're doing fine. I mean, it's sold out everywhere. Mm. But I don't know how, I don't, I don't get, like, I get that this is such a nerdy conversation right now, but I get that, mm. um, that Microsoft has game pass and that they're really pushing game pass. 
where you subscription model like a Netflix, but for games, for those that aren't acclimated to it, uh, they're really, really putting a lot in, like a lot of their eggs in that basket, but they missed the mark with having, um, what it in the common vernacular first per first party games exclusive mm. games that were ready for the launch of the new console. You're putting out this new console. You need to have games that will only look amazing and play amazing on the new console. And they really miss that. So that answers your question, Tyler. There is no Halo released with it. No. Um, but yeah, anyways, we'll uh, get off this topic. But uh, Such a good one, though. I know. But yeah, that's basically been my week. Not a whole lot going on. Well, I want to talk about Halo. Okay. <laughs> no. Go. No, no. But but just to wrap, to tie up your thing, all that said with the Xbox though, um, it seems like even though you know it's lost that it doesn't have that wow, but there's a huge um, performance increase. I would not want to go mm. back from. Mm. It's it's painful to go back. And we've to. all learned that we need better TVs. Yeah, that was fun. That that was real fun. You get the new consoles like, oh, my TV is all those old. cool things I do. Your TV won't do them. No, <laughs> we're oh. we're all still in that boat, and I just got a new TV, and it still doesn't do all the things that this Xbox will do. But, um, all right. Well, my week was pretty uh, uneventful as well. You can probably tell from the notes I did make. The first one being, I reheated coffee in the microwave for the first <laughs> time ever. I can't believe that it was for the first time ever. Yep, 36 years old. And I have, I've drank coffee. My mom found a picture of the first time I drank coffee as a kid. And I think I was Harmony's age. So like 11, 10, 11, somewhere in maybe 12 in, in that, that age bracket. Um, but then as a, as a young adult, I got into the tea game, loved the tea. Then I decided I would. it was time to upgrade to coffee, and I've never gone back since. No one asked this question. I'm just telling you. And, and But for whatever reason, for me, if a coffee gets cold, it gets put in the sink. If I don't finish my coffee during my coffee drinking time, uh, then it's swill and you toss it out. But all around me are people that if they don't finish their coffee... They just take it to the microwave, pop it in, reheat it, and they go right back to drinking it. And I've always, always been like, ew, that seems gross to me. And they're like, why? It's, you're just reheating the liquid and and then you go. I don't think you can do a double reheat. I, th I think if I remember how microwaves work, it blows up at that point. But... Uh, but I've always thought that yeah. this, I always thought I don't know what it I don't know where it came from or why I thought it was weird. But I've always well, thought it's I weird. do. I will say that I think that uh, coffee with like cream or milk mm -hmm. in it reheated. I feel like that's gross. I, I'm st I still think it's gross. Just a heads up. I only did it to have something to put in my notes. <laughs> I stood there. Like, I, didn't even, I didn't even drink it. I just I stood there with a cold coffee and went. Well, if I reheat it, I got something to talk about. So here I go. That's how I live my life. I view every opportunity as uh, as an instance to take notes on for the podcast. I uh, I'm constantly reheating my coffees. Really? Constantly. Oh yeah. I just never ending. I, I know people that will order coffees and not drink it that day just to reheat it in the morning, or like they might get one. That's from, weird. They might get one from McDonald's now that it's like the dollar coffee days or whatever they're calling it. Um, and get it at night, save it for the morning and reheat it. 
No, I wouldn't do that. This is like just, uh, you know, you get busy in the morning and then you want your coffee reheated. I had I had a coffee yesterday and like I like to have my coffee time. So I'll sit with my coffee. No one really does. No one really bugs me or anything like that. And I just kind of have my own space. Everything's going on around and, and I'm having my coffee and with my coffee time. Mandy had asked me to help her with something in the bedroom. We uh, we wanted to do you ever uh, oh, like seal up a window. So we have with the with, with the the plastic ran wrap. Yeah. Yeah. So we needed to do that because we've got a draft in our bedroom because we have uh, glass like sliding doors. Anyway, so she'd asked me to do that. And I said, sure, can I do that after my coffee? And she's like, sure. So I grabbed my uh, my tablet and was reading and drinking my coffee. Well, 40 minutes went by and I was still drinking the same coffee and I wasn't <laughs> done yet. And so Mandy comes out. She's like, are you done? And I wasn't. And so uh, long story short, went into the bedroom stuff. And then I was looking at this coffee and like, well, yeah, I'm going to try. And you know what? I reheated it. And I drank it and it was nice. fine. It was black. It was fine. Um, that's the biggest thing of my week. Kind of, kind of on. Should have went with nothing like me. Uh, uh, I've been, I've really been getting into, I, or I've started to get back into the Halo series on Xbox. The, the two games that I'm playing right now that like look better with the next generation, both have bugs in them that are terrible where they aren't saving, they're crashing. And so I'm like, I'm not playing this until they fix them. So then I'm like, I'm going to go through all the old Halo games all the way. And it'll take me long enough that the new one will be releasing. And and so then I'll play all these old ones and then buy the new one and jump right into that. So I'm look, I'm enjoying that. It's kind of fun. Are you on Halo? You're playing Halo 1? I'm, ha- I'm playing Halo 1 right now. Wow. Yeah, it is brutal, but I'm going through. No, no auto reheal. Got to find those health packs. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fun. The last thing I'll say is this, and it's related to the podcast. Uh, I've been trying to figure out a way. Thanks, Derwin, for the like, and Tyler earlier for the like, and Mom for the like, and those that have liked Natalie. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way for us to be able to stream to Facebook in 1080p. Currently, Facebook only allows you in the in the way that we're doing it to stream uh, with to with 720p. So it's you know it's fine but there's a higher definition we could be streaming to on facebook if we met some specific criteria if we were just streaming to youtube you could go all the way to 4k i think definitely 1080p uh so i started looking into what is it going to take for us to uh to be able to stream to 1080p on on facebook and basically you have to make your page a game i don't get facebook they're very much catering to to uh game streaming that you've got to be streaming a video game. Uh, yeah. But if you create a game, a game streaming page uh, and stream and have a hundred followers, which we've got 200 and something followers. So we've got that criteria met. Uh, there was some guideline stuff that we've already met, but there's two things. I'm not a hundred percent sure how we're going to meet. One of them is, I think we can, one of them is fine. You've got to have two unique, uh, two unique streaming events in two weeks. So we would meet that just by virtue of doing our podcast once a week. But you have got to do at least a stream, I think a couple of times that is at least four hours long. Oh. I don't like, ah. I didn't realize I needed to do a rockathon so that I could stream in 1080 to Facebook. 
the reason we want to do that is so that we could have, give a better quality of video and audio to to those of that are watching right now. So uh, I don't know what the future holds, but you may see a four hour stream of nothing. So if for some reason you just see that we're streaming and it's a black screen, maybe I'll put up a little picture that says, "We're can you make it a fundraiser? <gasps> There's got to be a way to do it. Okay. Because Patricia Perry just came in with, can you make it a fundraiser? Yes, we can. Let's let's stream. Uh, let's stream telethon. Among Us. Oh, a telethon. Hi, folks. We don't like doing it. You don't like hearing it, but operators are standing by. Please keep us on the so, air. I'm just thinking of like, elevate church and some of those bigger churches like they're clearly streaming in 1080p mm -hmm. so there's got to be a way uh, yes th yeah well that's just it so there's i'm sure there's other ways to do it but for i just did i just moved my fingers together for those watching on audio like like money signaling money yeah like they're paying can you get your hands really in close so we can hear that get that asmr Mm, nothing gross no we definitely got it we lo we lost most of our followers from that um <laughs> anyway uh so i'm trying to figure that out and hopefully we can but i like the idea patricia of like a fundraiser or a variety kind of thing where if you know maybe we could maybe we could pre-record a bunch of stuff and then put it together and broadcast it as though it were live but that's just something that's going around in the old noodle at the moment there just replay the last like four months of services in a row. Oh, we lost Patricia at 1080p. Uh, Patricia, when you watch a TV show uh, on your TV, like if you watch Netflix, if, if you got a smart TV right now, you're either watching it in in. Well, how, uh, hmm. Andrew, explain 1080p. Well, your screen has pixels in it. And it either has 720 pixels, it has 1080 <laughs> pixels, or it could be 4K. So it has 4,000 pixels. The more pixels, the clearer the picture. Currently, we can only stream 720p on Facebook, even if your screen is 1080 or 4K. So, uh, huh? yeah, yeah, no, that, Andrew, that was phenomenal. Thank you. Uh, so we're trying to bring you just a better quality picture, uh, and we'll see how that happens. Andrew, we have gone uh, almost a half hour, and I don't know that we've talked about anything. Talking about nothing. Uh, so it's like an episode of Seinfeld. So why don't we uh, – let's toss to you, my man, and let's get into the smorp. <laughs> All right. So we're doing our SMORP. SMORP stands for Scripture Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. And so we're going to read through a scripture, and then we are going to walk through those different sections and have a discussion about each topic. And uh, you are encouraged to join in, share your thoughts on those things, and uh, uh, be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so tonight we are reading from John 15, 10 to 17. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. 
No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you so that you will love one another. All right. So scripture stands for what words, phrases, or observations in this passage uh, stand out to you. Brad? Sure. Thanks, Andrew. Um, this is going to be really simple. Uh, if. Mm. <laughs> in, in, verse, uh, in verse 14, uh, if. It, it's, it's a pivoting point in this whole scripture because everything that comes before is talking about um, the love and the friendship. And then there's this if. And then after that if, is all about the commands uh, um, uh, and it ends with these things I command you. So the, the phrase that stood out to me is, is the if, which I will unpack more in the message. What about you though? I think, I mean, there's so much in this, this passage, like, you know, it's a, it's hard to pick something specific, but I think I'm going to go with these things I command you. Sure. At the end there. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I think you already said it, but if, if you're watching at home and, and want to participate with us, let us know in the chat uh, or, or feel free to comment in the chat, I guess is what I should say. I think you said that now that I've said it out loud. Um, so a message, what do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or pro promise? Do you have a question for God? Am I going? Hmm. Mm. Okay. Well, hmm. hmm. You are my friends. So verse, I keep coming back to verse 14. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, there's a condition that needs to be met here for friendship with God. And, and he explains what a friend is. Uh, where is it here? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, no longer do I call you servants. But, and then he goes, but I have called you friends for all that I've heard from my father. I've made known to you. He, if we're his friends, he makes known the things from the father to us. He reveals truth. He reveals purpose. He reveals, you know, all these things to us. If we're his friends uh, and he, and he, and he goes on and he talks about how he didn't, we didn't choose him, but he chose us that we would bear fruit. If we're his friends and I keep thinking, I keep coming back to this. Okay. But am, am I his friend? How can I know that I'm, that I'm Jesus's friend? And, and it's right here. If you do what I command you. Okay. Well, what God did you command me to do then? Uh, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. And so I guess the message for me has got me evaluating my relationships with not so much the up and down of him to me, but my relationships with others hmm. um, to because my relationships with others is very much a marker, uh, um, a measurement, if you want, for my relationship with him. Now, they're not one to one. I, I get that. I'm not trying to say that because there are lots of people out there that love other people, but do not have that up and down with the Lord, that relationship. Yeah. However, for me as, as a Christian, I do have both of those. I've got that relationship with Jesus and I've got relationship with others. 
So how am I loving others? And, and it says that greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. So, and I'm not saying that I need to just be ready at the drop of a hat to do that, but maybe I do. And, and maybe I need to evaluate my friendships based on, am I willing to sacrifice whatever it takes for my friends? If you know, do you know what I mean? Like if, if a friend was actually hurting, would I drop what I was doing? Would I do whatever is within my power to do for them? Um, mm. and, and if I'm, if I am, if I'm doing those things now, again, this is not about a works. I can't work my way into a relationship with Jesus and work my way into salvation. Um, that's not what I'm saying here, but what I'm saying is that I can evaluate those friendships, those relationships and, and, how I would, what, what am I willing to do as a marker for, am I really his friend, Jesus's friend? This, am I you tracking with what I'm saying here? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause that, that to me is, is what I'm sensing the Lord saying to me is evaluate those relationships. And, uh, that is the marker for, for our friendship or one of them, perhaps Andrew. So I don't think mine is quite as profound as that, but I just look like I, I had mentioned, you know, these things I command you. Yep. And if you look through this whole passage, if you keep my commandments, you know, I have kept my father's commandments. This is my commandment. You know, you mentioned, you know, if you do what I command you, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's not a suggestion. Well, yeah. You know what? You're right. Um, and I think sometimes we just kind of, it's so easy to just almost pick and choose the things we like that God says and the things we, you know, the things we don't like, we're just, you know, eh, whatever, I'll just kind of brush by those. And, you know, it's, (laughs) it's not that easy. It's not that simple, you know. God is commanding us to do these things. If we're in that relationship with them and we want that relationship, there are specific requirements that God asks of us. And uh, I just, that's a good reminder for me specifically um, tonight. But you've made a really good point because generally when we think of friendships, we think of even footing um, that we're both equals and, and that there isn't this, there isn't this hierarchy like w- within the friendships of you, Lucas and I, we don't have this hierarchy of for me to be your friend and Lucas's friend, I've got to do what you command me to do. Mm. And, and so maybe it, it almost seems like there's, is it, is the term a juxtaposition? Is that, mm. Mm. but uh, there's, there's almost, there's a tension here between the commander who is also a mm. friend. Yeah. A com- uh, the commander gives the order and, and tells us what we need to do. But at the same time, there's this friend component where he also wants to, he, he wants his joy to be in us. He wants what he has to be in us as well. Excellent point. Well, I, that that's, that's interesting because again, mm. I think with what you said, we get so we get caught up in the friendship that, well, he's my friend and we base that friendship relationship off of what we're used to of this give and take and, and all that. And, and while there is that, he's also the commander. Mm. I just a thought. It's good. 
Um, obedience. Write down one step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. I think for me, um, uh, like I just said, you know, it's it's recognizing, you know, that it, that these are commands, and, and I'm not so much, you know, I I really like what you said about like how it's this kind of relationship where you're his friend, but he's also in charge of you almost. And I'm not so much worried about like that dynamic. I'm just more worried about, okay, am I following these commandments and, and really taking them serious for what they are. Um, I think that's a good reminder for me this week. I'm, I'm curious, Tyler, if you're still with us, um, Tyler is a veteran and I would be interested to know Tyler, if you have a, a perspective on this idea of the commander and friend, and and that is is there a tension there within the military? Is, is is that something you've observed in the military, or does that even exist? Is this am I are we crazy? I don't know. If you, if you're there, Tyler, somewhere, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Uh, for me, the obedience is to what you just said, Andrew. I think um, we're super comfortable making him savior. You know, clean up my mess but we're not always super comfortable making him Lord. And the reality is, mm. is that he needs to be both. And, yeah. and so keeping, uh, yeah, for me, the, the point of obedience is making sure that he is Lord of my life, not just the savior of all my screw ups and messes and sin, but that he directs the steps. He, he makes the plan and I am faithful and obedient. Mm. That's good. Um, so the last two are repentance and prayer, uh, write out any confession that God reveals to you in this passage. And then there's also spent time thanking the Lord for all of his blessings. Do you have anything to add in about those two things? Well, yeah. I mean, if I was just being real, uh, I would, I would confess and admit that I have been Lord of my life and have made and put myself there, uh, more than I've allowed him or not more, but. But there are certainly times where I would go, okay, I've, I've taken, you know, we, the, the old song, what, who wrote it? Jesus, take the wheel. Um, but more often than not, maybe I'm trying to steer the car and I, mm. I, I generally crash it. Yeah. So. Uh, can you see Tyler's uh, comment? No, I didn't. He says, uh, my lieutenant in Afghanistan became my friend through all that. Uh, prior to that, it was important that I learned the obedience and respect I needed to give to the rank. Then after he became a great friend, maybe greater because of the experience of having him as my commanding officer. Hmm. Ooh, good. That's, there's also like the, the last. There's a there's a level of trust there, right? That, that comes from experience with one another. As as the commander gives orders and you obey, you become you realize that the commander is faithful and true and, and is issuing right commands and. I, I don't know. That's just a thought that popped into my brain. Thank you, Tyler, for um, for doing that. And thanks, Andrew, for reading it. Oh, man, I'm disappointed. I can't see that. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's it for the smorp. Well, sorry, Andrew. Was there anything for you, my man? Oh, I hear a kid. Nah. <laughs> so we better wrap this sucker up. <laughs> 
Oh dear. Why don't uh do you want to continue? Sure, sure. Am I doing Lucas's thing? Yeah, he's 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 not here. He's cleaning up that cup of water. All right, we're doing a would you rather uh, would you rather have a magic van that could teleport you anywhere you want and time travel anywhere you want or a magic ring that when it touches a book, you absorb all the knowledge inside? Oh, my word. Those are two good things. So Lucas, he changed the one that was in there to this one. I had not seen this. He had a different would you rather in there earlier. Does it have anything to do with being a mermaid with the <laughs> reverse mermaid, reverse centaur? No, that was terrifying. So would you rather have a magic van that can teleport you anywhere you want and time travel anywhere you want or a magic ring that when it touches a book, you absorb all the knowledge inside? Wow. I want the magic van. You froze on me there, buddy, but I assume you said magic van. Because I can time travel. Oh, he's still talking. I did say magic van. You can't hear me? Uh-oh. Oh, I got you. Everything's fine again. Uh, okay. I want the magic van. I, I want the magic van as well, but I want the magic van because I would rather gain the knowledge through experience. Yeah, that's why me too. Clearly, I can go back in time. Clearly. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, you know, okay, I'm not trying to make things super spiritual, but it's funny because this made me think of when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees about uh, how they search the scriptures because with, for in them, they think that they'll find life, but the scriptures talk and tell about Jesus. They were missing him while they were looking for him in, in this word. And I'm like, you know what? I would rather, I would rather not have all the knowledge of the Bible and no experience with the Lord. I'd rather go back there and have the experience to, and then get the knowledge that way. Th there. The time travel back to biblical times. Definitely. If I could time travel, I would go straight back there. The uh, I don't have. This is gonna sound sad. I don't have a ton of dreams and things that I would really love to do. I don't think like that often. But the one thing that I do is I would love, love to go to Jerusalem. I would love to walk where Jesus mm -hmm. walked, and um, so this would afford me that opportunity. And so for that reason, I'm in for the van. I, I, uh, but I would want to make it a school bus. I don't want a van. I would a like magic. I, I prefer a magic school, school bus. bus. Correct. Oh, folks, that's all the time uh, we have. Yeah. You ready, Andrew? Am I, am I doing the blue? Why don't you do the blue and red and I'll do the black. <clears throat> You can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can use the hashtag OH Club when you're on all those things. We would love a five-star rating on iTunes if you listen on iTunes. And if you leave us a five-star rating and there's no swears, we'll read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions. If you have a tiebreaker, we'd love to break that tie. Oh, yeah. Send it to OxfordHolyClub.com. You can browse our merch. You can get the Smorp, new Smorp, December first. December Smorps there. Uh, much more. And you know what? Uh, next week, uh, I meant to talk about this with you earlier. Next week, I'm bringing a new segment. Ooh. Oh, a new segment. So you're going to want to be here for that. 
and we don't pay to advertise. Surprise, surprise. So any growth that we have comes from you sharing us with others. So click that share button. And folks, you know how we like to exit here. Until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun.